What's up, Good Dudes Grow people? It is 2022. Happy New Year, everybody. And we're looking forward to bringing you the best interviews from sports athletes, celebrities, and even physicians talking about cannabis and psychedelics. With the passing of 2021, we also found the passing of one of cannabis's most intriguing individuals, Frenchie Canoli. He's a renowned hashish evangelist who spent 18 years as a nomad learning to make the drug from the resin of the cannabis plant in rural parts of Asia, Africa, and Mexico. Unfortunately, in 2021, he died on July 18th. This is our interview with the great Frenchie Cannoli. Five, four, three, two, one. medicine and psychedelics on mental and physical health. We're bringing you stories of how these medicines have changed lives and can save lives. We want to teach you the healing power of plant-based medicine. This is the Good Dude Grow 2.0. Thank you for coming on the show, first of all. Uh, I did, I, did, I did some background on you and I researched some stuff and I was blown away by everything that you said, like I'm still learning about much of the stuff. Like I was told you, I was trying to open doors for fire departments to understand a little bit more about the benefits of cannabis and all of that. So I'm trying to actually gather people who know about the cannabis, who know about hemp and their information so I can gather more information to bring to these departments to open a, a conversation for it. And your, your name came up. I saw a bunch of YouTube videos and was blown away at the, and everything you knew, to be honest. So I'm think on this this episode, I'll probably learn as much as my viewers will learn. So I'm really I have like five questions, but maybe about twenty. But hopefully, the five okay. will cover as much as I can. <laughs> so so tell tell us a little bit on uh, your background, how you started all your little everything into cannabis, if you don't mind. Uh, I mean, I, it it wasn't really something very conscious. I. Uh, I fed myself adventure book when I was a kid. Like, uh, I read from like 10, 11 years old, Iliad and Odyssey, Ulysses, that type of adventure. And then Burton, Marco Polo, all those crazy adventurers and stuff. Is that was my dream when I was a kid. I just wanted to, uh, to travel, to be a nomad. And then I, uh, teenagehood and out of teenagehood, you, you face life. Like I suffer when I was kid because of the social structure of school and my family where I, uh, it wasn't really nurturing. And I was facing 40 years plus of something that looks really worse than what I had just finished with my parents. Like I was just starting to be able to be free and my freedom was bringing me to that. I, I was really flipping out. And right then, I, uh, my best friend finally got the, the balls to uh, offer me to smoke some ash. It was like... It was really, really something. You couldn't do worse 
in the seventies, basically. So even your best friend for six months, every day, he, he thought about it and he was afraid to, uh, to do it. And uh, thanks God he did. And then it was not only I, uh, I could taste and feel the smell and the taste of all this country I had, vi- uh, I had visited, but uh, I was smoking something I had read about it. My, one of my greatest heroes, the guy was smuggling ash from Greece to, uh, to Egypt in the early 1900s, Henri de Montfred. He was smuggling uh, guns and diving for pearls and uh, Marco Polo's the club of, uh, the sect of the assassin and the club of the Ashishin in France where all the, my favorite writer were actually eating ash. It's like it added a lot to, uh, to my choice in life. It's like when I had never been so happy in my life since I had been a small kid. So I knew it couldn't be bad. And, uh, and I just wanted to travel. I was just back into, uh, that mind is like, I'm, uh, I can do whatever I want. I don't care. I don't care for the future. Maybe tomorrow I'm dead. Right now, I want to do what I want to do. And I split. I didn't go back to France for 18 years. And that all I did was traveling. Well, well that kind of brings me to my next question on, I hear you talk about hash and probably a lot of my viewers don't know the difference, but is there a big difference between hash and and kind of marijuana cannabis? Is there a a difference or is it kind of like the same or is it made differently? It is very different. It is very, very different. The the whole experience, uh, the whole medicinal aspect of it, also of it is really different. Even just to, uh, to smoke hash, or to extract the rosin from ash and smoke the rosin, it's like it's uh, day and night. That's the beauty of it. We have, not only you have the plant and the, uh, and the trichome, in the plant you have 500 plus compound. In, uh, in the trichome gland you have 250 plus. Uh, already, already there is a big difference. That's if you take the whole spectrum of everything. We don't, we have like at best uh, a wide spectrum. So it's like you, uh, you cut down, you, uh, once you extract and you leave behind the matrix that created the resin, then it becomes truly different again because you can purify and purify until you have 90.9% pure. And then you go into the, the medical aspect of it, the big pharma type. Right. So, so basically, but, but the, the hash, the hashish comes from the same plant as the marijuana. It's just broken. It's just broken down into a resin, correct? It, it, it's like the plant, uh-huh. the plant produces trichome. The plant kingdom produces trichome to protect itself from everything around and to manipulate every mobile living organism. The plant kingdom has 500 million years of evolution before us. It's a big deal. 
And everything that moves is basically, it's orchestrated by nature. The terpen and, uh, and to a certain point, we just have pollinator like most living organism and we are not, we're not that good anymore, actually. So the plant kingdom has, can produce 200,000 organic compounds in the stricum, from the most deadly to the most beneficial, everything in between. The, the, cannabis, the cannabis can biosynthesize the two most common organic compounds of the plant kingdom, terpene, everything that you smell is terpene, and phenol, that's like basically 80% of your uh, uh, vegetable and fruit uh, diet. But those two compounds are actually toxic. And terpene can literally kill you. A phenol, you don't overdose, but you can get really sick. Only the cannabis plant can take biosynthesis two toxic compounds and create 150 plus medicinal compounds, the cannabinoid, which is going to connect with a system that we have in our body that was born one billion years before the plant was born and the plant was born 28 million years before us. That's basically the evolution on the whole planet as far as the relation we have. But it's only a defensive system. The plant, it's, a, it's protuberance that the plant literally break her cell and grow it out. And in that gland, the plant can control everything because everything that is that, on that gland is not good for the plant. It's to protect itself. It's, it's, uh, it's corrosive like terpene. So the plant has the control of everything that is created in this gland from the sickness of the membrane to the ratio of monoterpene and sesquiterpene or the, the spectrum of cannabinoid. That, incredible. That's, 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 that is incredible. Just coming from, from the specific plant itself. That's, I, I have no idea what to say. That's, that's amazing. And so you're studying more the trichomes from, from the plant, correct? From the plant? I collect the glands that is attached to a stock. You have, you have two main types of trichon. You have, when it's one cell, it looks like a little air and you have glandular trichon. The cannabis plant has three of them, but only two produce really uh, cannabinoid. So you study, you study those? Me, I collect the whole gland, and I collect them together, and then I press everything into a mass. So inside my mass of resin, I have everything that did the magic like the, the whole matrix that created the, everything inside is part of the, of the resin pressed. And that's the big difference between an extract and, uh, and ashes. It's like wine and, uh, and alcohol. To make wine, you need to crush the whole grape. 
but you can extract the juice of the grape and make many, many different alcohol up to 99.9% pure. So that's the, that's the difference. It's like, it's, it's not the plant anymore because it's just the defensive system, but it's, uh, it's, you hold in, in it still the, that wall entourage effect. You, uh, the wider your spectrum, uh, of cannabinoid and terpene, uh, the closer, the, the more, the more potent your medicine or, uh, or your can, or your drug will be. Okay. So, so if I get that correctly, you're, you're not really, how do I say, Canada in favor for them to separate kind of like to isolate just the CBD or CBN or CBG. You're more of that whole entourage kind of, part of, of the resin. Is that, is that correct? Am I following that correctly? It's not that I am against or, f- or for. I just do, it's just different. Okay. Both have huge value. You cannot, it's like, you're asking me, do you like, do you like champagne or, or whiskey uh, better? And yeah, I like wine better, but it's not because I like wine better that I will judge the methodology, the craft that come behind making a 25 years old whiskey, you know yes. what I mean? It's like, this is what we don't really have in the industry that, that respect for everything that can be made, that diversity. It's like, it's a huge gift from the plant. So, Liking something better, fine enough, but saying that because, because I do traditional, it's better than BHO. No, it's not true. It's just so different. You cannot compare. Great. That, that's, that's what I wanted to get at. Perfect. So you travel the world trying different, making, finding how to grow the resin properly or, or better. And here's the question is, is there different because you said every time you smoked it, you tasted all the places you live. Is there a better place to, to grow it? Is there a better place to get it? Is it, is it, does it matter? Or the high altitude, low altitude, temperature, does all that make a difference? I know it makes a difference in the plant world, how it grows, but that is also consistent. Oh, does that count? Now that makes a difference too? And all that counts so much that through 28 million years of evolution, that plant is, uh, we are not even sure if it's one species or it's multi-species. We are still arguing about it since the early 1800s. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, it's, it's intense. They, so it's like, what do you want? What is the best? What are you looking for? Yeah, when in a mountain in the Himalaya at like 8,000 8, feet plus, the wild cannabis growing up there is unreal, but uh, you cannot compare that to uh, a Thai or a Cambodian uh, that is not so far uh, as, uh, as far as, uh, uh, do you say that, uh, as a crow fly? Like, you know, it's not really, it's a few thousand uh, miles, but you have totally different uh, plants. It becomes like, that really tropical, thin leaf, super branchy, that uh, takes 17 weeks, 18 weeks to, uh, to flower. So it, it really depends what you're looking for because we have the diversity and there is no 
there is no real better place than other because the plant can adapt so well to everything. She was born in the high plateau of Tibet and she rocks in South Africa and, uh, and in super tropical country. But it took the plant five million years longer to go into the tropical range than to go through uh, the whole Central Asia to, to Europe. So, so where do you see hashish coming into the, the medicinal? Because we see them starting to unregulate marijuana slowly everywhere as it becomes more and more unregulated. Where do you see the hashish becoming a medicinal aspect of, of what's coming for the future? Well, it, it all depends on the, on the, on the genetics the hash maker is working with. And it, it all depends what do you call medicine because the plant give you only medicine. If you have that A, if you have the carboxyl acid group attached to the cannabinoid, it's pure medicine. THCA is more anti-inflammatory than CBD. Okay? Not that CBDA, but CBD. So I can give you a H totally medicinal. It's when I press it with the source of it that I decarboxylate and I get rid of that carboxyl acid group that I make it psychoactive. So, so it's basically how the creator creates it for the end result. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much uh, depending on the, on, the, on the genetic, depending on, uh, on what the person wants. Yeah, very much so, actually. So how is it you, you have, I think you have your own product, right? You create, you grow your own, your own resin. Is that correct? I'm a winemaker. A winemaker. So you make several different. Uh, I'm, I'm dependent on quality from my farm. Got it. I, I work with. I work with specific cultivar, with specific farmer. Got it. Okay. So basically that's how you do it. What is perfect. That's exactly. Is there anything that you see coming out in 2021 that will be different from last year with the hashish industry at all? I mean, you don't really have a hashish industry here. You have a concentrate industry. Traditional hashish is... It's not part of your culture. Simple, you know what I mean? It's like I, uh, I get it totally. Everybody is, we don't press resin because it becomes dark. Well, uh, there is not one producing country in the world where a person will smoke unpressed resin gland. And this for millennium, there is maybe a reason behind traditional stuff. It's like, uh, People who want to reinvent the, the game of, uh, you want to blow glass. Well, you don't invent the game. You go and learn the, the, the tech and then you do better. That's something Ash is considered really like something from the past. But that's here in America. You live on the, in the island. The rest of the world is smoking ash. You know what I mean? So it's like, the evolution of the concentrate market worldwide will have an impact because the products that are made by extractors here are really mind-blowing. But ash will rule. Ash has been in the game 
for millennium. It's in some of the most amazing literature for the past 12 century. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not going to disappear. It's so different. The whole experience, everything is so different than any other concentrate that why would it disappear? It's not a question of being a fade. It's like if it was only a fade, it would have disappeared a long right. time ago. <laughs> so that's that's basically all I have for you today. I It was very informational for me. If people wanted to follow you and learn more about the hashish and the resin and everything else, where would they follow you? Uh, on my website, frenchicanery.com. I, uh, um, okay. We'll post that. We'll post that in the, in the links in the bottom. Also, did you want them to follow you? You have an Instagram page as well, correct? And my Instagram page, but Instagram, you, uh, you can teach to a point, but uh, you cannot give link. You, there is a lot of stuff that people don't read on IG. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. so it's like, if you really want to, to, uh, to get the meat of my stuff, you go on my site. There is a video. There is the written uh, tutorial of, uh, of the workshop and, uh, and there is all the reference I use to, uh, to educate myself, basically. Perfect. Are you coming up? Are you doing any more shows coming up? Because I know you did just finish doing one in December, but are you coming up on any other uh, big cannabis expos? Well, and it's all depends. Uh, I'm not sure because a lot of them uh, are not doing that well. Uh, so uh, online, it's not quite the same. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, a little, but everybody's basically waiting for this summer, maybe autumn. Fingers, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for that. Yeah, yeah. No, otherwise people can uh, DM me, email me. I uh, I consider myself a teacher, and it's a privilege to be able to share my passion. So, like, I want the next generation to be better than I am and to know more than I uh, than I know. It's uh, it's the name of the game. Huh? Right. Well, I, like I said in the beginning, I was amazed when I saw some of the YouTube videos and some of the videos and stuff on your site. It taught me a lot. And having you on my show was was fabulous. And hopefully this will bring a lot more viewers to learn more about the hashish and stuff like that from you and go to your site and learn more. I appreciate you coming on my show. You have yourself an awesome day. We'll talk soon. Happy New Year and stay safe. Same to you.